You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Scott, this is my compadre Joey. Joey. Yep. Uh, we're we're losing the uh, the writing monikers with the pretentious first initials uh, for for the formality of the show because it's really kind of annoying. Well, we want it to be a little more personal than that too. Yeah, so. that helps. So we're just uh, going to jump right into it. There's a sli- right. slight change of format over before because we're we're working everything through. I'm listening to other podcasts and we're getting feedback on the last one. And so we're going to start off right off with um, your kind of the, basically the introduction kind of thing, which everybody does. I'm trying to kind of keep it simple. Okay. First of all, this is Movie Subtastic. You can go to our website, moviesucktastic.com, yep. download. Well, you tell them what's on the site. Uh, well, basically, uh, your homepage is you've got your simple news section. It, uh, on the right side, you have more uh, information. Then you have a podcast section and uh, a video section, which we all hope that you visit. Uh, you can sign the guest book with uh, any kind of... Um, suggestions you have for the site, what you think should be better, what you want to see more of, things of that nature, or you can email us at themovieguys at moviesubtastic.com. There's also a link on the website, so you can just go right to there and email us from there. Absolutely. Uh, and from there, you can find uh, links to Joey and I on other on Facebook, and you can go to my official author website, smichaelwilson.com from there. So we don't, have to, we don't have to keep repeating other. Just go to moviesubtastic. That is your central hub for all that is good in the world. Right. Um, now... Since we are doing podcasts too, I want to do a couple of quick plugs about other podcasts I've been listening to lately that really embody the kind of thing that we're trying to do and podcasts I think are worth listening to on top of ours. So if you're looking for other podcasts, go out there and listen to the Cadaver Lab. Good good stuff. Outside the Cinema, one of my favorites right now. These guys rock. Cult of UHF. Um, every month or so, you get a new cheesy cult film. That's where, that's where I saw Bucket of Blood, Blood was on Cult of UHF. And destroy the brains, another one I'm kind of leaning towards. So you know that list might change in the near future, but we'll go that way. Um, also, I want to—I've uh, I, I, got to plug this because it, it was just announced this week. Right. Mystery Science Theater 3000, Volume 16, <laughs> coming out. It's, you can now pre-order on Amazon.com. The Shout Factory took them over about two sets ago. Rhino was doing it for a while, and Rhino was kind of slipping. Shout Factory's been dumping a lot of effort into this. They're doing a lot of good bonus features. Uh, I did not write down what's on this set, but I know that I, I'm pretty sure uh, Future Warrior is on there. The one with the paper chase guy. Oh, okay. And I for, and Santa Claus. Not versus the Martians, but the Spanish one. Lupita, no! <laughs> that one's up there. So it's, really? it's, it's, it's coming out December 1st. Pre-order it now like I did and get ready for it because that's, that's beautiful. A good Christmas gift. 
It's good. It's yeah. It's my Christmas gift to myself. Yeah. I'm not buying it for anybody else. You got to do me. stuff like that for yourself every once in a while. Yeah. So who knows better what you want than you? So so Joe, do you have any announcements for the opening before we get on to the main main show? Uh, just the corrections from the last podcast that I made. Ah. <laughs> and I deeply apologize about that. Uh, I did mention in the last episode one that uh, I had made a post or commented, I should say, uh, about April Fool's Day being in the top ten and. Well, that wasn't the case. It was act. I was actually referring to prom night. Now that's that's not the big. That's not that that that's not all it's about, is it? No, it, it's not. Just, <laughs> it's not just that you got that wrong. Is that I was then I was then chastised publicly not for really. Uh, I, I mean, I beg and you shame me. <laughs> you 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 sat there as a Scott. I wrote about it on our blog, and you don't remember. And I'm feeling all horrible and bad because I've forgotten about something Joey wrote. But he didn't write it. No, I did write about prom night. And I don't know why I got the two mixed which, up. Which I, I really saw in the theater. So You did see prom night. It was at the drive-in, uh, uh, their Halloween special. I, I slept a bit through it because it was horrible. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I was actually it. referring to prom night. They did make an April Fool's Day in 2008. Uh, but it was a straight-to-video. and Which uh, equals crap. Almost always. Almost always. And that was basically, I want to apologize personally to Scott about that. It's not enough. <laughs> uh, the other correction. So you didn't notice, but I, I tore a button off your coat earlier. And I have, I have, it might, it's, it's the Scott version of a gypsy curse. Oh, really? Yeah. So it, okay. it takes about 15 years to warm up and then the effects aren't really that good. So I wouldn't worry about it really. <laughs> You're going to have some classic wire work. Going on with that? Classic. Yeah, yeah. You you, know, you want to hook me to a wire and fling me around. That's always a good idea. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to get into that a little bit yes, later. Yes, we but are. But the only other correction was very quickly, I said the tunnels of Moria, and I really meant to say the mines of Moria. That's it. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Tolkien geek here has to screw that hey, up. Hey, you put me on the spot. And You put yourself on the spot, no, didn't you? No, you put was me, me on the oh, spot. Yeah, okay. I think the exact words were... Go ahead and impress me. Well, that's because so, when you start, that's because you're trying to think of it. It's like, okay, if you're going to try to think of it on the spot, go for it. You you, you put well, yourself in that. I mean. I goaded you, yeah, but you put yourself in that position. Yeah. Now, I've got, I've got a couple things, too. They're not corrections, though, because I didn't say anything wrong last time. Um, but we did I say, was but, only paying attention to myself, so <laughs> I'm not 100% sure of that. We, uh, <laughs> we, we were doing Last House on the Left. We were talking about that. Yes. And I had mentioned that I believed it was a remake, but I wasn't sure. So I, I did my research, okay. and the original Last House, not 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 the new one, but I mean the original, the original I, I, I believe the, it was a remake of a foreign the film. terrible Wes Craven film. It's not terrible. It's not you enjoy. And in fact, it's not ter- you know why it's not terrible? Not only because it's it's a good film, but because it's a remake of an Igmar Bergman film. Really? It is a remake of, now, uh, Igmar Bergman's film in 1960 called Junkfrugalen, okay. uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I, I do believe there was an ice cream of that name back in the really? 80s. I'm not a no. I don't or is know. that no? Unless I'm thinking of Frusenglaja, but this uh, might Hagendaz. <laughs> Frusenglaja. I don't know. You don't. All right. No, it's, it's, it's called Jung. <laughs> anyway, the, the American title is The Virgin Spring, and it's available on Netflix. Okay. It's the exact same plot as Last House on the Left, except oh, the original Wes Craven film. Uh, both of them. It's the exact okay, same fine. plot because okay. they're both the same thing. You know, it, okay. it, it wasn't a vast change in the remake; just it is you know fine. watered it down a bit. Okay. It's the exact same thing, except it takes place in medieval Sweden. So it's knights that rape and kill this girl so, and then end up in the father's house. Fujina has probably seen this and owns a copy. He probably starred in it. <laughs> he probably has relatives <laughs> raping and killing a woman on that. Yeah. And also, the forced urination we were talking about. Yeah. 
I totally, I blanked on it. Last House on the Left also has a scene of forced urination. It does? Yeah, when they first... The ra- original. The original. Oh, the original. Yeah, I blocked out many things of the original. No, I but, hated it so much. Because I was talking about how they did, how, how in Rabid Dogs, the forced urination scene was tastefully done. And, you know, it sounds kind of humorous, but actually, if you compare the two, in in um, Last House on the Left, right. the Manson, Manson Mark II crew got the girl, and the one guy's like, wet yourself! Wet yourself! And they make her pee her pants. And, like, there's a thing, and there's this whole thing where um, uh, the actress claims that she actually had to wet her pants, but then the special effects guy said, no, it was a sponge. You know, so, yeah, there's there's... There's quibbles, there's qualms there about who's correct, but the whole point is there was that scene in there, and they really just they just scream at her to well, wet I, her I, pants. And, I think and, I would imagine I'd believe the person that actually wet her pants that she was forced to do it. I'm not, I Unless there was any kind of a court case involved, if there wasn't, then why would she lie? Court case? Why? Why? Why are Listen, you blowing this out of proportion? All I'm saying is, if you were forced to wet yourself on film. No one's okay. ever forced me to wet myself. When I do it, it's if purely you, for pleasure. Listen, if you were forced and you didn't want to do it, but you did it anyway, I would imagine you're, you're going, at some you're, point that there would be some kind of a lawsuit. And I'm saying if there wasn't, there is no, hold on, hold on. There is if no, there, all right, hold on. If there I wasn't got, a lawsuit, why would she even make that up? I have to cut this short because, first of all, there is no law in the books that says you can't tell someone to wet, wet them. If you hold a gun and tell them to wet them, that's a different story. Now, all right, you're, camera. you're you're seriously distracting from my whole point here. Okay, you bastard. No, what I'm, I'm, what, I'm, I'm what I'm saying is that I shouldn't even mention that because I, of course that becomes a debate. <laughs> my my a point debate. is my point. Everything's debatable. You don't have to debate about it. Right. Look who's talking. <laughs> my point is in Last House on the Left, the original, they scream at her to wet her pants. She wets them. In Rabbit Dogs, the the uh, knife welding lunatics coerce her to take her remove her panties squat and pee, and then to wipe herself and cast away the panties. So they're actually, you know, not only were they being more gentle about it, but they were also, like, uh, um, encouraging good hygiene. So that's what I meant by more tastefully done. I'm, so I'm far. So that, and, I, and I totally blanked okay. out that, that you brought that up, movie up afterwards, and, it, and I, I totally forgot that there's a similarity between the two films. Not only do both the great women, <laughs> well, but both involve urination. You can't expect to catch every little thing. No, every and time, it just makes me we'll wonder. Be here for hours. And it just makes me we will be. And it just makes me wonder how many films in my collection do have forced urination that I've just forgotten about. I'm thinking of going back to, and watching Artificial Intelligence just to make sure. Just to be 100. percent That I didn't forget. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe uh, Das Boot probably did. I don't know. Well, they're stuck in a summer. They do nothing forced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, but that's it for my updates for the last okay. episode. Uh, except for the change of format, which is last time when we did it, we saved our movie challenges for the end. However, what happens is that's a tight format where we really have two films we're discussing and we're trying to keep it under half an hour for each. Yet, with after, but the other part of our show, where we just talk about films we've seen in the past, right. is more open-ended and we tend to rant and ramble yeah, and rave. We, and we go on. So what I want to do is I want to start off each show with a quick look at the box office, which we can't do this week because today's Sunday and it's a Labor Day weekend, so the true numbers really won't be out. For the late weekend until right. Monday. Right. I mean, do you have any numbers for so far this weekend or no? Uh, yeah. Actually, Final Destination is leading the way again. Even though there are, uh, let's see, there are three new movies coming out this weekend. But people are more interested in seeing Final Destination again for a second week. Uh, the three new movies are, of course, All About Steve, <laughs> <laughs> Extract, uh, which I do want to see. Yeah. Uh, and Gamer. Uh, last Ooh. I saw, uh, 
Final Destination was the number one movie for Friday. Uh, Gamer was the number two film, and All About Steve was the number three film. Extract wasn't even in there. Now, out of those, I, I, I think Final Destination would be my top choice, too. Yeah. Pro, yeah. And I, I, I think uh, The Fingerless would definitely have All About Steve on what I would rather remove my pinky digit for instead of having uh, to sit through. Gamer looks looks like looks like they took a simple idea and complicated it beyond reality. Yeah. But but all about Steve it has to be painful on several levels. Yeah, I think the pinky. Yeah. You pinky, agree with me on that one? I'm going with all about Steve for the pinky. Wow. List. All right, we're on the same no, page. No, definitely, this time. absolutely. Okay. I also want to make because the, the the finger list. We should we should keep track of the finger list, by the way. Okay. Because uh, we may even have repeats. We may, you know have like three weeks in a row on the finger list. Yeah. So yeah. We should, well, we'll start documenting that. And also, I want to also when it although, comes up, and I don't have, I do not have a nomination for this yet. Okay. But I, but I'm sorry. There's an although. No, I was saying uh, the new top ten from last week. We were basing the finger list off of the top ten. Right. Right. And uh, my finger list film was Harry Potter, which I don't get. Just because listen, I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying I could suffer through it. Oh yeah. I can I don't hate the Harry Potter series, but I think I just I just don't care enough about it. Are you saying that if, if we take the top ten into consideration right now, you would pick that over All About Steve? No. Okay, then well, we're on the same page still. No, of course. Well, the top ten list doesn't have All About Steve because it's. Are you talking about last week's? It's last week's top oh, ten. Oh, okay. So Harry Potter's out of the out of the picture in that top ten. So I would have to have a new finger list. Right. So I, would, I'd go with G Force. It would be G Force. You know, we didn't talk about shorts last time. I do want to see shorts. That looks fun. No, I did, shorts does look like that. A that, fun te- movie. that telephonesis line. I'm sorry, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, <laughs> I had forgotten. I, I agree. I had uh, forgotten all about that film, and I walked into the room, and that, and all I saw was that line in the trailer, and I was like, "What is that?" I, uh, I, was, I, I, was, I was afraid it was like a Hanson movie or something. I was hoping you saw the trailer from our website, but I guess no, not. no, no. I mean, no, before that, I'm saying, uh, what, I mean, when before I, the site when I, when, I, when I first saw the trailer, all I caught was that, and I was like, I need to know more. And I'm trying to find out what the film was because that thought, I thought that one was cute. You know, no, I, it's, it's I, great to see a kids' film that's cute and funny and not just, just mind-numbingly annoying. I've got a soft spot for kids' films that look like they're done right. You know, like The Sandlot, one of my favorite you know kids' films. Yeah, rip off the little rascals, but yes, but done well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we won't go into that, but I, you know, Sandlot, right. Great so, film. so on top of the finger list, which this week it's a unanimous uh, all about Steve. Yeah, I would, and I don't have a nomination for this, but this is just thinking ahead. Right, I want to start an enemies list. Enemies list. Actually, I do have a nomination for the enemies list. Oh, who is it? Stephen Witty. Stephen Witty. Yes. How come I didn't just guess that if immediately? We're gonna be talking about. We might be talking about Inglorious Bastards this episode. Okay. Uh, we haven't gotten that far it yet. It's one of the films you've seen, but I haven't yet. Right. So we we might talk about it. We might hold off. It depends. But. Uh, if you go to our website, you can link to our blog where I did a review of Stephen Witty's review. Because Stephen Witty, he's, he's a, re- a film critic for the Newark Star-Ledger, and he is um, incompetent. He's New Jersey's newspaper. He, he sucks. He I, does suck. We don't like, by the way, I bought, uh, we have to make this distinction on the website. I just realized this because I, t- I was talking to people about our site and about what we do, and someone said, oh, so you're film critics. No. No. Film critics suck. We're, we are commentators. We are commentators only, not critics, correct? Correct. Film critics tell you, like, pretend to know everything, and they're invariably wrong, and they're afraid to, to give positive reviews for films that aren't... You know, it's a whole That's not what we do. Critics, though. We, we, we just rant about films. 
We yeah. love we love movies. We don't make money off of them. Uh, yeah. Steve, Stephen Witte is paid to be a film critic, yet he gets facts wrong in his reviews all the time. I don't know why he hasn't copyrighted he, the two and a half star mark. He, yeah, he's 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 half-assed in his assumptions, and you can read when you he's one of those critics where you can read his review, and you can tell that he did not watch the film watching the movie. He's watching the film thinking, "What clever thing can I say about this?" So I would like to officially make Stephen Witte the first person on the enemies list. Of uh, movie success, good nomination, and I'm not sure if we'll have it on the website yet. We'll wait until we have some names. I just want to have Stephen Winnie there alone. It might look like we're picking on him, but I do recommend going and checking out my review of his review. And from my review, his review, you can link to Rotten Tomatoes. Right. It's linked there, and you can go and read his full review, and then read right. my rebuttal and see how right I am. Oh, and you know what? Uh, it's something I didn't mention. Bring uh, me the head of Stephen Winnie. <laughs> Sorry, I did, I, no, it's okay. I didn't mention this uh, when I was talking about the website, but. The RSS feed is active and working, so you can subscribe to us through that. Mm-hmm. And anytime we make an update, you'll get it. So uh, just be sure to subscribe to the RSS feed. And uh, and, and keep an eye on us, because we've got some big plans in the near future. By big, yeah. I mean nominal, and we'll come out regularly spaced. But, yeah. uh, you know, we're not taking over the world yet, but we are going to no. be, be harassing some people. We, we don't... Uh, also, oh, um, one more... Point of note. Go ahead. Uh, we are going to be announcing the first official Movie Sucktastic podcast contest next episode because I just thought of it and we have not discussed it. But every episode. But I'm nodding my head like I knew the whole time. <laughs> every every episode of the podcast, of Movie Sucktastic, we will hold a contest of some form, and one lucky listener will win either a autographed copy of Monster Rally, my previous book, an autographed copy of my next upcoming book, performed by Lugosi. Or another film-related book I happen to have on hand. Or even a DVD. We'll announce what the actual prize is for each episode. But every episode will have a winner of some kind of movie-related goodie that I happen to have on hand. Cool. And if I wrote it, I'll sign it. Can I get one? No. No? You won't? No. You have to pay. Damn. All right. Um, but that's it. And also, so we're going to move on. And again, we're going to move on now. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the introduction. So... Now, again, we, before we used to do it, we would talk about all the films, and we'd save our movie challenge for the end. Right. We're changing that now. We're going right to go in, right into the movie challenge, which is every week Joey and I challenge each other to watch a film that we haven't seen uh, in, with, with all in, in, in intention of hurting them. Mm. And then we're going to discuss them and then see who, who had – and then announce next week's challenge. And then the rest of the show will be us talking about films we've seen until we grow hoarse or run out of time. Either one is an option. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be discussing the first movie challenge uh, that was Sounds handed between good. the two of us. So stay tuned, and we'll be back after this uh, Short break. Br- brief, brief pause in, in, in pleasure. Oh, cool. Chris and Nicole came to Luna Bay. Where's the sun? Gives you wrinkles. Looking for a fresh start. Sorry, did I scare you? I'm having a surf party. You should cruise over. But there's something strange about their new friends. You have to see the world the way we do. Never grow. You'll never die. And you'll never know fear again. So what he's trying to say is, we're vampires. No, it's scary. (laughs) No, but seriously. We're vampires. I'm Edgar Frog, surfboard shaper and vampire hunter. Your sister's a suck monkey. Nicole! 
tried to eat that guy. I'm a vegetarian. Dying is a part of living. That depends. From Warner Premiere comes the next chapter of the cult phenomenon. Lost Boys, The Tribe, coming 2008. Order the state! And we're back. That's right. Uh, now, before, before we go into any further, those watching at home on the video, and Joey commented on this before, I, I am actually wearing a cowboy hat yes. while, while we are uh, recording this. And, uh, it does you well. Yeah, well, you know what it is. It, it's September hit, and it's very nice out. And so the other night, I actually was out on my patio, uh, sitting next to a nice... Uh, Little Roar. roaring fire, ten o'clock with a full moon, downloading yeah. pornography on my laptop, hey. and I was just you know you know back again you know communing with nature kind of thing, and it occurred to me I've not the entire summer I've worn one of my cowboy hats like maybe once twice. Yeah, once to uh, oh, you wore it to my barbecue. That was that when was, we did the video for Tron. Right, and, and I and I wore uh, my other cowboy hat when we got lost on the Appalachian Trail behind Chris's house. Oh, that was but, you that know was an experience. When when you're at when, here's a little tip for you listeners if you're at a Memorial Day party and one of the drunk hosts decides to take you on a uh, quick hiking tour don't go or when one of the drunk hosts says let's go this way because it's shorter just go back the same way you came you'll get back don't listen to the drunk host and if you happen to be amongst a group of people and you're lost in the woods for more than three hours and some jackass in a leather jacket and a walking stick decides to take control beat him with his stick eat him. And then go for help. That's the only way you're going to leave, leave with your sanity intact. But so anyway, so the anyway, first challenge, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Was mine to you, right? And that was the Lost Boys, the tribe. I'm sorry. Yes. All right. Now I think I might have won this one. Actually. You know what? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you. I wouldn't call it a horrible film. Really? Really? Now no. now, now here's the deal. It is not a good film. One of my posts was that I thought this movie was too good for the new sci-fi channel, the SYFY channel. I tr it is. No, it is too good for the sci-fi channel, the SIFI channel. I'm sorry. Too bad? Reverse that, Willy Wonka. Sci-fi channel is too good for this film. Now, you see, I didn't – it was not a good film. All right, to start terrible. off. It was terrible. To start off, Lost Boys 2, The Tribe, not recommending it. All right, so, so let's – before any confused people, I've already you know turned off the the, the iPod iShow. Right. Look at my notes. I have three pages of them. Three, three. Wow. All right. Uh, you know, let me tell you something. I all right. Well, hold on. My challenge. Usually, I'll get a page, maybe a page and a half, but I have three pages of notes. Let, let me start off here. Okay. Go um, for it. My thing is that for as far as direct video horror films go, which it, it wasn't, wasn't, which it wasn't, it but, did have but a it, limited theatrical release. But when you watch it. It, it plays like a like a oh it's video. The, yeah CGI backdrops uh, the green screens of the ocean I now, mean, you couldn't just film it the ocean now here's the deal the uh, yeah the CGI ocean scenes are like wow <laughs> yeah that's that's special <laughs> for the most part I walked away with this film uh, just feeling that it was just dull okay it wasn't even that it was bad it was just that they just went through the motions like okay we're doing a sequel to Lost Boys insert slot A into tab B. Wash, rinse, repeat. We're done. That that's why I walked away. It wasn't like oh, this is incompetence at the highest degree. It was just okay. Here's some people trying to make some money, and they're just don't uh, care. They don't care. There's no love here. Now I'm at a disadvantage because I don't like vampire films. I'm not the biggest fan of them either. Well, to an extent, I mean, we don't like vampire films because 
majority of the genre is very cliche and repeats itself often. We like we like stuff like Near Dark. Love that. Uh, one of my oh. fa- one of my favorite vampire films. Remakes Vamp. Works for that, by the way. Yeah, Vamp. Not in 2010. That won't make our because we will talk about remakes in 2009 and 10. Yeah, but Vamp is on my list. Love Vamp. Love Vamp. Fright Night. Fright Night, which was an homage to the classic vampire films. Yep. So you, know, you you get rid of that Twilight romantic uh, crap. So and, and Lost Boys is on my list of good vampire films too. Yes. The original. I love the first right. Movie. So but but as a whole, not a fan of the genre. Unless there, I know there's some in for a treat for something new and refreshing. There's nothing about Lost Boys: The Tribe that is new and refreshing. Um, no. <laughs> now, all right, they they made this film for one reason only: surfing vampires. Yeah, and one of my notes is actually uh, <laughs> suddenly bank robbing surfers, a la Point Break, doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> I just um, I even wrote down point break point point break meets near dark. My, wait wait minus talent minus there you go. <laughs> oh good. You're gonna love this. Hey, well, not now. Uh, yeah, serving serving vampires. The reason they made the film. Right. First of all, why not just do a remake instead of a sequel? Well, first of all, the director. If I have his track list. Oh, uh, that's just not possible. Oh, you you mean you mean from the man who gave us uh, Dust Till Dawn three. And Sniper Three and Tremors, the TV series, and I don't count is, television shows. No, I do. No, I don't. Come on, there are a lot of good TV shows, and there are a lot of bad ones. It's a, it's a different it's a different it's a different world though because TV shows you're really cranking wasn't them out. Tremors, a TV show on either USA or the Sci-Fi. Channel? I believe it was USA. I could be wrong. Yeah, well, USA doesn't have a good track record for shows either. I mean, they have all right some good ones, but let's be fair. No channel has a good track record for TV shows. Yeah, you're trying to fill no, up no, so you're, much. You're, you're, you're right. You're it's right. just me. I mean, let's, let's no, stick, you're right. And I, I try to stick the films with our. But did you know he's doing uh, Smoking Aces, Blowback, a prequel to the movie? Oh shit! <laughs> a movie we actually liked. Oh, great. And now he gets to do a prequel. So everyone, obviously, Fucking that may have died in the film, is nice. now alive. And uh, I have no idea. You know what? Ryan Reynolds will not do this movie. No one's going to do it. I don't no. even think Jeremy Pippen will. No, Jer- right. no. Now, speaking he's not going to do it. Speaking of, they're people, not going to get the cast that they had for Smoking Aces. Speaking of not getting a cast, that was like a true romance type. You know, where you got like a, a cameo or a, like a real star throughout that entire movie. Right. That's how Smoking Aces was. They were able to get all of you know all those great actors to be in that movie. Didn't do well, but it was a good movie. You know, but this guy gets to do the prequel. Speaking of returning, we, we, we can't get uh, a Vega Brothers prequel, but uh, well, that's because I'm they're sorry. like twenty years older now. Come on, let's be fair. No, but they were thinking about doing it ten, twelve years ago. Uh huh. Yeah, this didn't happen. But yeah, it's not, well, it's, I'm sure it's Tarantino not because didn't want it to happen. I think, but I, I, I saw. I think like he, like he and Michael Madsen actually had a falling out at one point because he turned down a role in one of the, one of the earlier films. Kill Bill was a big get-together for them because for a while, oh, really? they, for a while they weren't on speaking terms. I forget which film it was that he wouldn't do, but I, but it wasn't he right, wouldn't. Jackie Brown. It, what? No, it was before that, and it wasn't that he wouldn't do it. It's like he just, he had to turn it down because he had prior something he had to do. I forget. Probably one of his many divorces, that kind of craziness. And what could it have been? He went from Pulp Fiction I for, I for, to Jackie Brown. I forget, and unlike some people, I'm not going to throw out random things that I don't know. <laughs> no. Anyway, we'll stop there. But. Then. Speaking of casts returning to a new to a sequel or, or a prequel or whatever, yeah. the only character, the only 
cast member from the original film is Corey Feldman. No, it's not. Now, you can count Corey Haim. No. All right, all right now, I know where you're going with this. Stop. Let me finish. Okay. Corey Feldman's the only recurring character from the original film in this film, except for a cameo by Corey Haim at the end as Sam, and in an alternate ending, hit the other frog brother, played by, you got the name right there? Yeah, J- uh, Jameson Newlander. Who was... Yeah, who hasn't really done anything. No, he hasn't. Uh, uh, no. But <laughs> now, his only scene got deleted. Yeah. Poor bastard. So, and I, I, I watched it on Netflix. Uh, instant streaming through my Xbox. I did as well. So I didn't have the DVD. So I, I was I, I was told there were two alternate endings, but I don't know if some people are counting that little snippet in the credits when he meets Sam. Oh yeah. So I don't know if they're Corey counting Haines, that. Yeah, when Corey Han Corey Hang is back now. So here's here's to be the idea. honest. I think that was last minute. Here's how bad because it, they were doing that really bad TV show together. But how can it be last minute if you're trying to do a comeback of something? Maybe, what was it called? Corey, I don't. Yeah, to, some, reality some, shows. Something reality shows. Assisted. At, at one point in Corey Feldman's career, he was quoted as saying, "I'm more than an actor. I'm an icon in industry." What that what that really highlights there is 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 how you really should think ahead of time about how your words are going to sound in 20 years. Like the Stephen Dorff quote. <laughs> I, uh, hey, I I've don't been want... meaning to make a post about that, and I'll just say it very ahead, very mention quickly. It, mention it. But Stephen Dorff, uh, when Titanic came out. Dorf needs no helmet. Yeah. Uh, when Titanic came out, he actually berated Leonardo DiCaprio a little bit by saying that it was a mistake for him to take Titanic. And Stephen Dwarf is glad that he didn't get Titanic. I tell you, he never recovered from that. Yeah. Uh, quote, unquote, he would like to win an Oscar one day. That's Stephen Dwarf. That was his exact quote. And you know what? Leo... DiCaprio is so close to winning an Oscar, he is absolutely going to get one at some point. Stephen Dwarf, unless he plays a mentally challenged person, <laughs> a junkie of some sort, or he directs something you mean, that you just mean, is so good. That mean, is the only way he's going to get an Oscar. You mean go with something he has experience with? Uh, oh, that's that's terrible. Dude, he, he appeared in Alone in the Dark. There is no excuse for that. Christian Slater also is either... Um, and they've given him another TV show. Oh, that was the TV show, Christian Slater show? Now he's got a second one? Yeah, the first one, I don't even remember what it was. It was forgettable. Uh, got canceled after five or six episodes. They tried to make a TV show based on like the Fight Club split personality thing. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was it. That yeah, that was it. Um, and then now they've given him another show that looks... He's just he's the same character. He His look hasn't changed whatsoever. Right. Guaranteed to be canceled within the same amount of episodes. So, so technically, without without going to like the last about four minutes of the film, right? Corey Feldman is the only repeat character in this movie. Yes. Keeper Sutherland, who is not shy with taking crappy second second rate films, he stay, didn't do it. They away. had they had to get his uh, his half brother Angus Sutherland, who is the love child of Donald Sutherland and Francine Reset. Mm-hmm. I think how what did I describe him as? Uh Well, you know, uh go ahead. his accent was weird and he's talking I want to like, see if, I want to see if you say it before I do. Go ahead. It's probably not, but it's I'm watching I'm like he talks kind of funny and and, and then I find out he's from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "Okay, he probably speaks fluent French and that's his first language where English is his second." And I'm saying to myself, that's why he sounds oh 
so weird. They couldn't get Keeper Sutherland, so they got his untalented pretty boy half-brother Angus. <laughs> Keeper's David from the first film would have disemboweled Angus's surfing pro turned Frank Langella wannabe Shane. <laughs> but, but, but you mentioned the accent. It, yeah. it, it was bugging me because, like, <laughs> like he reminds me of somebody. And it occurred to me, Tommy Wiseau. Oh, <laughs> they're both French. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. Oh, hi, Shane. Oh, oh, hi, Vampire You're... Colony. <laughs> Oh hi, David. You eat you eat maggots, you know. <laughs> ha 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 ha. <laughs> it, it hit me. It, it hit me. It, it hit me like literally like the end of the second act. Like it's Tommy Wiseau. They should have got Tommy Wiseau to play the lead vampire. If Tommy Wiseau stars as the lead in the vampire film, I will pay to see it in a theater. Oh. That would. I think. It, it, and of course, it'll, it'll be based on the works of Tennessee Williams. But. Oh. <laughs> Oh, here's a quick you're, you're uh, eating, note that you might not know. You're, you're, eating, maggots, you're eating maggots, David. Ha, ha, ha. It's Michael. Michael, you're so pretty. <laughs> uh, you're telling me apart. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know they're moving forward with a third film, right? Uh, I, I saw rumors about it. I don't care. No, no, no. It's definite. They're moving forward with the third film, and it's supposed to bring back the Frog Brothers. The Frog Brothers and now, Corey Haim. Well, here's my question. Why wasn't that this sequel? If it was a sequel, why the hell would you do that? When that's all anybody wanted, instead of this lame kind of pseudo rehash of the last plot, right. and with the whole one of those brother and sister duos, which is almost more annoying than the like than the broken up boyfriend girlfriend to get back together at the end. Yeah, they were so disgustingly and close. I, oh, and you by know, the way, I so had now if there had been a sex scene between them in the film, I might have been a little more interested. <laughs> well, you know, it's something you don't see every day. No, it um, isn't. That, you uh, know, not not for not for a higher price. Now, what I found interesting though was. Uh, the scene when he when the female vampire tries to seduce and oh. bites the male lead, Mr. Yeah. Uh, yes, what was his name? Todd, Tad, something like that. Yeah, um, it was interesting because she attacks him, and the the definition of relief is accidentally impaling a girl during sex, only to find out afterwards yeah. that oh, <laughs> she was a vampire. Thank it's... God. <laughs> Otherwise, this would have been so awkward. I am the the girl. The girl starts making out rough, so I impaled her on a pair of antlers. Well, well one of oh, my notes is, is, you see this? do you kill all your chicks by impaling them with the deer antlers? Of course not. They moved. <laughs> they, they were so amused at the sight of the deer antlers. Remember that scene? Well, yeah. Why Why huh. were they making bull noises with a well, – or why was he making bull noises with deer antlers? Why? Why? No, but it's, it's one of those setups where, where, you, where the screenwriter who was responsible for uh, the skulls too, he oh, – uh, or the screenwriter, the whole his setup is – Oh, look at these antlers. These are hilarious. We have to hang these up right away. I think about chest level would be perfect. <laughs> and you know what? That was written into the, the script, and I guarantee that that was probably thought of later to do that. It wasn't something that was probably decided the entire time. No, I no, it was probably no. I, I won't give them the credit. I think no. there was a brainstorming. Oh, I have an idea. No, this isn't this isn't Silent Night Deadly Night. Were they? <laughs> oh, you were think they, it was because okay. because Silent Night Deadly Night did the same thing and they improvised that on right. the spot. Like, why don't we empower on these? And like, and and they did it that night. And that seems actually damn good. Do you know what else bothered me about this movie? The beginning, and the end, in the middle, the middle. Yeah, yeah, the whole shebang. What? Uh, no. It, all the movie references that they kept having. Let me go to my list. Uh, <laughs> I have The Warriors. Big Lebowski. Twice. Twice. Goonies. And they actually had a Goonies. Yes. Like the actual DVD with cover. Yeah. House unaltered. 
how how, how I, I felt so sad for Corey Feldman right there because <laughs> you, you you knew that like I could see Corey Feldman on set going, dude, I got an idea. Listen, you could plug plug Goonies because I still see royalties from that, and like if you <laughs> you put in thing, and I get to see the director like just giving a sad look and going, okay, Corey, we'll we'll, we'll write it into the script for you. You um go go practice your frog voice some more. I liked Corey Feldman back when I was a kid, and I loved all that stuff. And yeah, I when that when she held up that Goonies, that I felt so sad. It's like, this is what it's come to. Uh, uh, and also, I count Tom Savini as a film reference. Uh, yeah, he was in the very beginning of the film. And how? why does his character have a full name? Tom Savini's? He did? Yeah, if you look I up did, the credits. I, his, I, his full name is... Um, Dan Van Eaton. And I looked back at the first film to see if it was a reference to a character, and it's not. There's no characters called Van Eaton in the first film that I can see. I don't know. Maybe so, it was a reference to... But like, but they don't mention it in the film, but it's in the credits as that. So why would they give them a full name where all your main characters only are only listed by their first names? Tad's got a last name, but it's not in the credits, as far as I could see. Yeah, I mean, I... wait. <laughs> well, his real yeah. name is Tad. His screen name in the film is Chris. That's what I meant. Sorry, I, got, I, no, it's okay. I, I thought it was such an odd name. I keep locking up on that. It's like, what? Gee, which Angus or Shane? <laughs> Uh, you could have called him either way. Yeah, and there's an Eric spelled with a K. I saw something. Dude, you're going to pay me to be a vampire? <laughs> no, no, was it wasn't the FBI. The FBI is going to pay me to be a vampire. But I, I, didn't, I didn't hate the film. It was just boring. Wasn't it? I mean, that's... no, it was, and uh, w- you predictable, know. boring, and then, well, but... it was right after she drank, uh, right after she drank the blood of the head vampire. Um, they had gone earlier in the film, but that day, I should say, to Corey Feldman's trailer because he was asking for a, a surf, uh, a surfboard shaping job. You're right, and he wasn't there, so which, he left, he which left that... him his name and his address and all that. Which that plot line completely unresolved by the end of the film. Yeah. I'm one. Oh, they, you know the the guy gets a did date. He ever, did he ever get the job? The guy gets a date with the slutty do- uh, sister, but is who's the, seventeen? By but, the way, but for, uh-huh. they made a point to, to yeah. actually say that. Yeah. How, how old is the actress? 20, 23, 24? Some, yeah. Um, but they they don't they don't tell you at the end whether Frog's actually going to hire him to shape surfboards for him. I mean, because no. with his brother, you know, not there. Well, one of the things I have written down is uh, they get back from this party, and Corey Feldman is already waiting for them. To kill his sister. Now, let's be fair. I think he followed them. You think so? I think he followed them, yes. Because I'm just... Why didn't he do something at the party or I grab think he, them while they were there? I think he was waiting in the background because he didn't want to expose himself to the den of vampires. Okay. I think I, All right, that's fair enough. I thought of that, too. And I was like, no, no. I think he followed I them. I mean, because what, he, he, what I have is, what, did he show up at 3 a.m. to offer him a job? I mean... He could have. Okay, maybe. You know, some nightlife. Now, now I, I do have at one point, I, I wrote to myself... Our cinematographer figured out the time-lapse function. Wonderful. There's like half a dozen scenes where it says, okay, let's speed up the camera. It, oh, yeah, that's another one of my notes. Slow mode, speed and, up, and just for, doesn't work. But for different effects, for this for this scene, uh, quick motion means that he moves real fast. He's got the cunning of, you know. Right. In this scene, it means she's frantic. In this scene, it means I'm sleeping all, all night. Like yeah. you, you can't jump around with you the can't theme use of the same thing for everything. He keeps that was it. That was well, the, you know what it is. What's my what's my what's my special effects? What's my CGI budget? Well, we blew it all on the, on the water, so just just use the time lapse. Okay, 
I can do but, that. Uh, one of the things that it reminded me of very heavily was that, uh, and I checked. He doesn't have a music video background, but it was very, yeah, it was very much <laughs> if he had a music video that's, background. That's the first thing I look for. Music videos, uh, no. <laughs> but you could tell Which they that, seem to be getting out of that now. I think because they're not hiring new people anymore. Uh, I have. Um, there's one director that's. It's in the top. Uh, it's actually for the remakes in 2010. Yeah. One of the films. Uh, I don't remember which one it is. We'll get into it. But all he has done is music videos. Which sometimes is a good thing, sometimes it's bad. Because they know how to work uh, on a low budget. Maybe. Maybe. But we'll we'll see. I think it might be the guy that's directing Red Dawn, which is uh, but, uh, Letterman. But Rob Letterman. But I we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll definitely get into that. Um, uh, what else do I have? I have that... Uh, I will give them credit. I'm jumping on it because you're just no, pausing no, there. No, it's okay. I will give them credit for reusing the song Cry Little Sister. That was the only inspired moment of that movie. And I was like, well, they, they, and I didn't, they bothered to get the remake, the rights for the song. They remixed it a little bit, it sounds like. But they actually did try to reuse it. I don't know why they just didn't use the original. I love the original soundtrack. They probably couldn't get the rights for it. Probably too expensive. This, this no, you're probably Not right. a lot of money in this. It, but the fact that they got that one song, which was one of the two outstanding songs of the film, yeah. I thought that was the only part where I was like, oh. Did you notice the, the, the really overweight saxophone player? No. <laughs> you didn't you didn't notice that guy? Do you remember the During original the party? Film? Yeah. Uh, no, he was actually on like a street corner just playing saxophone. No, I don't recall that. <laughs> oh, it was awful. And you know what? I really wanted to double check to see if that was actually him from the original film. And I'm kind of thinking that it was. <laughs> why, I don't, why I was in both of them? Yeah, the original film was the. It was when Michael and uh, well, Corey Haim's character Sam go to the beach party, uh, and it's where he uh, meets Ioni Sky's character. Uh, uh, not Ioni Sky. What the hell is her name? Anyway, her name is Sky in the film. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's that whole scene where there's a big fire and there's people dancing and there's they're singing uh, the one song. Uh, for the film, and there's the saxophone player, no shirt, all kind of, uh, you know, sweaty a little bit, and he's just playing. He's got a long ponytail, and like he's really ripped and in great shape, and he's just singing the song and playing the sax. And they had a really overweight sax player with a. And you think you know, it's like before and after? Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if it was so much as an ode to that guy, or they just said. Hey, you were in the original film. You want to make a short cameo? If they were filming in the same area, if they were on location, which po it's possible. It's possible. But I, I just kind of get the feeling that it was. So, so him. there was. Even so though I didn't do anything. If that's the case, that's more than one character that's come back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, also, uh, I mentioned that Keeper Sutherland wouldn't do it. Yeah. Did you know that Bernard Hughes, the the original father's bizarre old grandfather? Yeah, grandpa. Purposely died in 2006, 2006 <laughs> specifically to avoid so being asked to do this film? Yeah. And you know what? They couldn't use him in Tron 2 either. That's a shame. I think between I, th I think that, that was probably, probably – I could see him sitting there one day, so you know what? I'm going to get to an age where I'm not doing that well, and they're going to come to me, and Lost Boys 2 and Tron 2 are going to be on the list. I better die now. <laughs> I, I better, you know, there's, I, dying gracefully. That's that, that's the kind of thing where I'm all all I'm all, all about Kaborkian. That's that's the part. There's, I, if if I get to a point in my age where I need the money and this is going to happen, maybe I should go out, you know, on a high note. Yeah, maybe. Sure. So yeah, he, he. I don't have any proof, but yeah. it's my feeling that Bernard Hughes decided to cut 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 out early, uh, exit stage left, just to avoid this movie. 
I also feel bad for Tom Savini. Because it used to be that he would cameo in a horror film. It's was like, wow, cool, it's Tom Savini. And now you see Tom Savini. It's like, yeah, so they couldn't get a real cameo, no. and it's Tom Savini. I, and I still you love know what Tom I, Savini. You know what but... I think it is? I think Tom Savini, at one point in his career, was you know the P.J. Pesh or Pesci or whatever is how you pronounce his last name. He was at one point kind of that guy, and he, I think he kind of wants to you know help out as much well, as he, he can. He is a cult. He's not really not, he's not really cons- caring about his career. He's you know one of the greatest special effects uh, makeup guys from the seventies and right. the eighties. Not not greatest. Is, well, he, most well known. One of the more well known. One of the most well known. I, I mean, he was good. I wouldn't say greatest. Let's, let's, I, I didn't say the greatest. I said one of the greatest. I wouldn't go that far. Really? I, I'm just I'm, I'm saying. There's, I don't know. He there's just, a lot of guys out there doing great stuff that didn't get the cult of personality around them, like K and BFX. Doesn't mean that or Tom uh, or Mr. Um, what Rob Button? Rob Bot. Uh, 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 American World from London. Oh, uh, Rick Baker. Baker, thank you. Yeah, you know, there's Rick Baker, there's Tom Savini. You have the stage. There are people out there doing some yeah, great special effects. Rick work. Baker wins Oscars. But you know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. <laughs> like you win Oscars for this stuff. There are people out there doing great stuff too. So I, I don't want to belittle them just because there's a guy well, with a famous name. Let's put it this doing way: good stuff. just because we don't know their names offhand, like we do with Tom Savini my, or Rick Baker, my, doesn't mean. I mean, who knows? I mean, there could be. My point is, Tom Savini went from being just a special effects artist to becoming a personality of his own right. Yeah. That's why having him appear in Dust Till Dawn was so cool. That's why him appearing in uh yeah, in Planet ter- Planet Terror was kind of cool. But yeah. also because they were, you know, they were genre films. Now him appearing in in films really just it's it's starting it's it, lost its flavor. I, I, I'm done. No, you're you're right with that. Yeah, absolutely. But where I was going was I think he's just trying to help out the you know, the little guys that cuz he was there and I think he just just wants to help. Yeah, about you know. He's like, oh, you need me to be in your movie? I, sure, why not? I am not knocking Tom Savini. Okay. I'm just saying All right. I'm tired of seeing him in cameos. If you're going to bring him in, bring him in for the whole movie. The guy is not a horrible actor. No. You know, co- compared to other guys who just stumble into this stuff. I mean, he's not Brian Bosworth. <laughs> but have we put the nails in this coffin? Do uh, you have anything else you want to you bring up? You know what? I mean, that was I just wasn't impressed with the film. It was a bad film, but it wasn't really it wasn't truly horrible. What's on my third? It wasn't page? as painful. <laughs> it wasn't as painful as other stuff I've seen. Uh, you know what? Uh, you were mentioning Grandpa. Yeah. The the old the late not the old lady but their aunt. Did you notice the old guy that was sitting around in the background the whole time? I was thinking the whole time that is supposed to be Grandpa, and he was embodying that Grandpa character, but obviously because Bernard Hughes is gone. They had to get just some other old guy. They, they, they didn't give him a speaking I, part either. I was just so there was really no point for him to be in the movie. I, I was waiting for the scene where that guy like like kills her at the end, like the st- vampire stalking her or something. Well, when she was looking out the window, just looking. And you know what this film was missing? Them, you know what this film was missing that the first film really had? I thought was, they were going to try and twist. Was it. that great twist ending? I was like, all right, now who's who's really the, the, but the head could, vampire? But they couldn't afford more than eight people in the main cast. So no. there's, well, I was I was thinking that they were probably going to make the ant. The head vampire. Well, but she shows up in daylight the first day. You know, like they could have at least. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, well, there's no way they could do it with her. But this movie's so bad, and the plot lines are so bad that I don't think they would have cared. Yeah. There's a scene. Oh, that's right. One of my notes is there's a scene where he's he's holding her. He's holding her right before they go into the nest, and there's complete daylight on him. Uh huh. It's just, you could see, it's hitting him completely. And it's like, why aren't you not dead? Why aren't you smoking, burning alive, whatever? 
Oh hey, oh hello sunshine. I have to go inside now. I don't want, I don't want to burn to a crisp. Ha ha ha. So you know when that scene happened, I was saying to myself, well, I mean, they're, they're obviously not concerned about things like a plot, you know, and pacing of a movie. So yeah, he's in broad daylight. I, it's just one. Uh, I, I cannot get Tommy Wiseau vampire out of my head now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's about that's it. That's it. Yeah, I think so. All right, so I mean. This one, I, I I gave it a pass on this one. It it was bad, but I, it wasn't cringingly bad. I mean, I didn't, and at no point that I want to fast forward through scenes. It was just, yeah, I see where this is going. It's predictable, painfully so. Screenwriting sucks. Directions passable. Uh, they only there's only three there's only three vampires they have to kill in the final thing. So it's and yeah, oh, that's a real small. And oh, gee, I wonder why they're fighting. Thing. I wonder why they're fighting next to the uh, rock drill that happens to be going off at this moment. And why was there even a rock drill? Because that's their den. It was an abandoned mine, and I guess they just forgot to cut the power off to all the power tools. It happens. You know. And there was one point, actually, there was well, one I, point. I, I hated this. There was one point. I think the, word, the, the one part I almost snapped at was when, the, when, when uh, Corey Feldman and the, the, the washed-up surf pro with a history of snapping. Yeah, he really looked like he was on edge all the time. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm afraid of this And not guy. for anything. If I'm in a shower with a complete, strange, gorgeous girl. And the first thing out of my head is I'm not going to think of leaving to go, hey, where's my sister? I hope that's she's why okay. I, that's why I thought incest, you know, like that kind of implied incest he, thing would have been great. He left mid-shower you know, mid scene. If I was writing this, I would have had the uh, the hot daughter turned vampire coming on to him. <laughs> I would have been Shane, Shane. I'm sure you would have. Shane, you know, Shane sends her back to turn. Why, you know, why, why dick around? You want your brother? Go turn him. Bite him. You're half vampire now. Yeah. Bite him and turn him. Why wow, we got to play this whole game of like recruiting you into whole, our surfboard you know, Nazi? We've only got each other happy family bullcrap going on. <laughs> I, th- I, I think we'll rob some banks afterwards while we're surfing. I am not a crook. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would have had you know a little incest to go in there, but uh, no, uh, it's just no. It, the part I almost snapped at was Corey Feldman and and uh, washed up surfer boy are going towards the lair, and the door opens. Yeah, you know, in the in the film. Uh, frog looks back at, at the surfer guy and right. like gives him like a, a, a nod. Yeah, I swear to God, I thought he was looking at the camera, and I went back. I was like, if he's looking at the camera, I'm gonna fucking hunt this guy down now. This is like, no, don't do this. Don't don't just don't add one more insult to this damn film. Right. But don't break the fourth wall in this. You know, what you, we you don't deserve. Mention? You do not deserve to break the fourth wall in Lost Boys Two. No, no you, you saved that for a good you film. Uh, frog juice. Yeah. I completely forgot to just even just to mention it for a split second. I didn't mind that. Come on. It's for, the character. Okay, first of all, he's mixing a a cocktail uh so to speak of you just see him like mix it like he's making raw egg, garlic, and holy egg, water. Garlic and holy water. Frog juice. Come on. Dude, frog was the only good thing in this movie. That's why I said the sequel should have been The Frog Brothers versus Sam. You should have got those two guys back. I don't care how bad their acting is. I don't care the fact that you don't even recognize Corey Feldman anymore. I, I mean, I just you should they should have brought him back. They should have made it the Frog Brothers versus the uh, uh, whatever the last name was. You should have turned them all into vampires. You could have gotten a guy that played Michael back. Their last name was Frog. No, no, the other the family, Michael. Oh, that family. Um, Corey Feldman's character. I don't right. remember their last name. I don't think it's on the credits there. No, it is. Uh, I didn't but care I, enough to print them all. That should have been the sequel. I mean, and if you couldn't get some of the actors back, you could have faked it. Why write a whole second copy? Uh, you know what? Because I guarantee someone said, listen, surfboarding vampires. 
and 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 whoever produced this piece of shit said, "Oh, that's great. I've never heard of that before." There's a reason why, because it's not fucking funny. No, it's terrible. Or cool, or anything. No, it's just a bad idea. It will make it to the sci-fi. Channel. I'm gonna do skydiving werewolves. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know good. what? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna call it uh, uh, fur balls. Fur balls. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Death from above. No. 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 No good. All right. So I think we're done. We're, we're done with this. I, I. I don't think you. You didn't scar me this one. You just inconvenienced me. I did. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna be worse than it was, but it wasn't that good. Really? Yeah. So all right, we'll take another break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna plow through forgetting Sarah Marshall, yeah. which is what I made Joey watch. I think you'll be surprised. Oh, I better not be. Don't don't make no, me cry. A little bit, a little bit. All right, so well, we'll we'll come back in a couple minutes after okay. after some some kind of nonsense I splice in here. All right, hang tight. Okay. Peter, as you know, I love you. Are you breaking up with me? We're leading different lives. It's like you're standing on the dock and I'm in the lake. Sarah, I swear to God, I'll jump in the lake like a merman. Do you want to put some clothes on? Would you like to pick out the outfit that you break up with me in? Sexy crime fighter Sarah Marshall has been spotted cozy enough to singer and notorious Lothario Aldis Snow. <laughs> She's dating somebody. And until I do the same thing, I'm going to feel like I want to die. I think that went really well. Are you crying? <laughs> I had sex with this woman who I barely even know. I'm really scared that I have an STD, Doc. Peter, I'm a pediatrician. Have you noticed you're sitting on a fire truck? <laughs> Everywhere I look, I'm reminded of her. Why don't you go on a vacation? I could go to Hawaii. Welcome to Turtle Bay and enjoy your stay. Peter. What are you doing here? Came here to murder you. <laughs> this is a disaster. Go someplace else. I'm not leaving here. It'll look like I'm running away. Wait, why are you whispering? You're not following them, are you? Oh, God. Get out of there. Go to your room. It was the only room available. I'd like to grab some dinner, please. Is your girlfriend joining you? No. You just by yourself? Yeah. You want like a magazine or something? It's gonna be boring. I just would be so depressed. Oi, oi! Why don't you come over and sit with us? Could you see her boyfriend? He is ridiculous! Mr. Snow, I brought you my demo. That's me. I'm all five members of the band. Right. Come on, you've got to go now. Sorry. This break. Get out of your head! It's really nice out here. Universal Pictures presents. Oh, hey. You're welcome to join us, obviously, if you like. Okay. Well, oh, this is awkward. It's a bit more awkward now. A comedy. You need a hug. Come here. About getting left behind. You need to get back on that board. Wow, wow. You got coral on your leg. Can you get out of my leg, please, hotel man? You sound like you're from London. And coming up ahead. I think it's good you're getting out there. I think you need to move just a tiny bit further away from the microphone. No closer. Oh. Now a little further. Okay. Closer. And then... Oh, I know what you're doing. You stop that. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's a great necklace, Liz. Did you have that a second ago? Oh, that's gross. Let me get through this quick. Uh, I, he, last challenge, he challenged me to watch I Love You, Man, which I was not happy with. So I rebelled. Me neither. I didn't like it either. So I, I it. so I rebelled with a film I had to I had to sit through at the drive-in, which was Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which appalled me to no end. Uh, so, I so. have to be honest. I didn't hate this movie as much. I didn't like it per se. It's not funny. No, it wasn't. But I didn't hate it like I hated I Love You, Man. I just didn't. Okay. There was a lot more for me to like in this movie, whereas in I Love You, Man, I didn't like anything. Except for John Favreau. 
See, for me, it's just the 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 amount of seagull in the film equates to amount of hate. Okay. For me, that's just yeah. me. I don't. But so, what do I you don't. Think? I don't hate him a hundred percent. I probably hate him seventy percent. So when he's put in a role like, say, forgetting Sarah Marshall, where I just, just I didn't hate this movie. I'm sorry, I just didn't. I mean, I'll go, I'll go into it with you. Please do. But you know, and Russell Brand's character—I know you were saying that was one of the things you liked about the it, movie. He was an oasis of humor in a sea of non-humor. I just didn't care about him. Maybe it's because I have seen this movie after his hype has kind yeah. of died down and just kind of gone away. Yeah. And I know that. And then I watched this movie. I just thought but... he was the only one that had any kind of comedic timing and delivery. Like his his off-the-cuff remarks sounded like off-the-cuff remarks. He played he played casual conversation as humor well. Yeah. yeah. That's... I, I gotta be like that like that I, scene I just, when they're at the table and and uh, it's in the trailer right you just heard, oh, where where, he, where he's, he, uh, he said well this is awkward and he said well it's more awkward now <laughs> and like stuff like that I, I mean he actually he actually came across as like more of a human well I didn't hate which is every, odd. I didn't hate everything he did in the movie uh, I just oh no all I the, just, the, I just, the sex I, stuff was in the annoying and all that I shit. just didn't like his delivery his character as much as everyone made it out to be probably when the movie came out last year all I meant to say was his delivery and humor was actually funny as opposed to other things were just grating in the film. That's all. I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. What else? Uh, oh, you know, I will interject just to, um, in case you have this already. Right. As far as the facts for the film, yeah. uh, Siegel wrote this movie. He did. And it was based on his own experiences dating. It was. With, with three other relationships and the main relationship it is, is, it is uh, inspired by, he was dating this, I forget her name, I didn't write it down, don't care, she was one of FHM's top 100 sexiest models of the year in 2000, some odd number. Really? And he he was seeing this 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 uh, unfunny jackass was dating one of the hottest women uh, in, in 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 the world, and she dumped him. Thankfully, good good for her. Good call, whoever you are. Thank you. But so this movie was based on his own uh, personal experiences dating. So it's one of those type of films. It's like, that. oh, that happened to me. It was funny. I'll make a movie around it. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Tommy. Have, have, did you know I dated a woman once and she dumped me while I was naked? I will write that into my screenplay so I can show my dick. Four times. I do have that It's written. four. You wrote down four? Four. Okay. I, I kept a penis count. Because you were prepared. I was unprepared. So you went into right. it knowing that I'm going to see his penis. Yeah. I was watching at the drive-in. I'm at the drive-in. I was like, what the hell was that? And I was like, again? And then, like, and then, and that's like, what three times in the beginning, right? Three times in the beginning, and then, he, like, and then once later. Just on. when you forget, at the end of the film, it's like, oh Jesus Christ, not again! The first time that you you see his penis, he starts flapping it around back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Did you freeze frame it? I did not, but it immediately. Did your wife freeze frame it? No, she did not. Did she watch this with you? She saw it in the theater. Oh, and she then did. She watched it with me again. And did she think it was funny? She thought it was funny the first time she saw it, but I don't think she thought it was as good when she watched it with me. Even though I wasn't, like, making comments with the whole movie, I don't really do that. You know, a lot of these films have that thing now, too, where you watch it the first time, it's like, that was kind of funny. And you, then, like, you, it comes out in video and you watch it, and it's like, it yeah. It doesn't really hold I, up. I laughed when, like, the shock value of it, but I watch it now, and, like, it doesn't hold up the repeat viewings. It's not that good. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think that's how she felt. She didn't say that to me, but she asked me, what did you think? Did you think it was funny? And I told her, I go, I didn't hate it as much as I love you, man. 
but I thought it was funny in some parts, but I just really didn't care for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, the scene where he loses the towel and where he's like, I got a surprise for you, and he starts going flap, flap, yeah. flap, flap, flap. Yeah. Now, this just might be my demented mind, but what was the first thing? Did you think of anything? My first thought? My first I, thought. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I think my first initial thought was, ah! My first thought was that scene in Kids. My second thought was. Where they're at the pool, and the, the one guy does the same exact thing. My, I think my second thought was, I need to pour salt in my eyes. Must pour salt in my eyes. Uh, and I, it's not that I've never seen a male penis in a film before, but I at least ha like to have some kind of warning or. Uh, there was supposed to be a penis in, in Raging Bull. Really? You know the scene where De Niro pours the ice water down his pants? Yeah. After he gets excited. like You were supposed to, you were supposed to the, see that? The original, uh, Scorsese's original idea was to actually have a close-up shot of him sticking his engorged member into a glass of ice water. Oh. And, and for some reason, they didn't go with that. Probably thinking of the NPAA. I've I, I heard things. I heard things. It didn't happen. I heard things. You heard things. I heard things. I've heard things. Okay. I've heard some things. What'd you hear? I can't do the accent, so I doesn't really make the. <laughs> it's like right. It's like doing it in a Shakespeare accent. You can't. You can't do the. Are you talking to me, sir? Are you? You. You must be talking to me, for I'm the only one in the room. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. The accent's really a part of the line. You can't do. Got like, it. I heard things. Hey, are you talking to me, George? Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Are you talking to me? You have to be talking to me. I'm the only one here. Only ah. one I promise that'll be my last time last out. Um, <laughs> he promises, but he won't. I promise it. won't hold up to it. I've seen Harvey Keitel's penis less than I've seen Seagal's penis as of now. Yeah. How come they just didn't get Keitel to do something. the role? You you haven't seen Bronson yet. Okay? No. But there is a lot of full frontal nudity in that movie. And I felt less offended I expect seeing that, that movie. Because it's a prison movie. I expect it in a prison art house dark comedy. Right. I don't expect it in a romantic comedy in mainstream American theaters. Right. Especially when like there's not even any tit shots in the film. Yeah. Are there any? I don't remember there's any. There's the one fake shot Picture. of Mila Kunis. Photo, but no live her. Right. No. No. You don't there, see any... There's a couple of scenes where uh, uh, Mila Kunis, who plays Rachel Jansen in the movie, uh, and Kristen Bell, who plays Sarah Marshall, is there naked in the bed. They're having sex with their... Can you see nipples? You don't see it, but you see side boob. That's as close as you get. When there's more male nudity than female nudity, I must draw a line. Yeah, you're right. I don't... I, and I, well, honestly, you know what? They have, you good, know, you they know have me. good agents, and they have no nudity clauses in their contracts, I'm sure. And I'm for that. You know me. If I want, If I want nudity in a film... There, there's a whole ream of uh, downloadable content of the, on the internet that involves more nudity. Yeah. I, I don't watch mainstream films for sex or nudity. I watch them for, you know, comedy, right. drama, action, adventure. I don't need to see Halle Berry's tits in Swordfish to enjoy the film. I'm not, I, I went to see Gunfights and Hugh Jackman and John Travolta. I didn't go to see her breasts. Yeah, unless you get an extra million dollars. Yeah, and then that. she, and then she, and in and the then, end, it's like who cares? And then she went to Monster Ball and, and showed Ball everything and, and got an Oscar and rutted like a pig with uh with um Mr. Uh, Slingblade. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're looking at me. The lead actor from Slingblade. Uh, yeah. I know these are main basic names, but I'm really losing my mind today. I can't you remember are, any names. You are, and you're putting me on the spot. And Billy Bob it, Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. And when you do she that, rutted, she rutted like a, I can't. I don't think she rutted like a filthy pig 
in front of a camera with Billy Bob Thornton. I know it's fake sex, but still, she was like practically nude, yeah. and she didn't get paid near that because that was a low budget art film. So that's I don't want to hear she it. She did walk away with the Oscar, and then immediately did Catwoman. No, no, no. She didn't immediately do Catwoman. She walked away with the Oscar and then said, well, and then her agent said she may not be in the next X-Men because it's an ensemble film and, a, and an Oscar, and this is almost a quote, right. and an Oscar award-winning actress of her quali- quality needs to do films where she's featured in a starring role and, you know, that are of her magnitude. Then she did Catwoman. <laughs> and then when it bombed and it was horrible, she came crawling back. And she, had a ner- she had a nervous breakdown because the same time she did pulled that shit, Whoever she was seeing at the time left her. I forget who oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Um, he dumped her. He was uh, the musician. He was a complete right. sex addict. Yeah, probably probably after he saw Catwoman. Yeah, he probably. So that was. Yeah. So that, and then and the human, and then that goes right back to the Corey Feldman quote. It's like, think ahead. Stephen Dorff, <laughs> Halle Berry, Kelly Feldman. The microphone's always on. Think before you say this stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If Harvey Keitel's penis, go ahead. Uh. You know what I? The, the CSI Miami stuff with the with the Sarah Marshall character—they kept going back and forth with it, and they have Billy Baldwin in the scene. I just, I didn't care for. I just didn't care. For well, there's that. a lot. There's a lot of stuff. That, it's what I it know is. that's what her career was in the movie, but a lot of these films, cares? a lot of these films do the stuff where they throw as much comedy as possible. So we got to have three laptop conversations where we're making jokes. Which they weren't; those weren't that bad actually. But they just like why well, we they doing went this to now? it like three or four times in the movie. Exactly, what I'm saying it's just and, we don't need this. It's another running yeah. gag we don't need, or we do. Let's keep showing parodies of uh, CSI shows because those shows are so bad. And when a comedy's making fun of other shows doing stuff like right. that, you got to watch what you're doing because you're, you're not really cranking out the greatest quality work right now too. No. And there's all there's all these other subplots they throw in the film to drag it out. Because right. when you're making a romantic comedy these days, it's got to be of epic proportions. We need it's gotta, how long was this film? It was 99 minutes. Something. It felt like two. It felt yeah, like it was, two and a half hours. Yeah, it, it, it definitely it dragged on. Yeah. I mean, when you don't enjoy a movie, it just drags. Oh. Um, uh, you know what? I you know what was interesting because I watched Lost Boys, The Tribe, and Forgetting Sarah Marshall in the same night. Yeah. And one of the things that I noticed, and it was probably because I watched them back to back, is that. Forgetting Sarah Marshall also had green screen beach shots. <laughs> I'm like, you're on, you're on the island of Hawaii. You are there. Why, at any point, do you need any kind of a green screen beach shot? Why? I, I guarantee it probably had to do with, with scheduling conflicts. They probably ended up, do, they ended up probably ended up doing some shots. Either that or either not. that or, or it's uh, the one thing you mentioned all the time about how we'll do it in post or even fix it in post. It could also be a thing where they, when they shot, they had trouble with the background. Like if they're if they were were they on uh, yeah were they on a real beach but the back was back screened? They were. It was shot from the waist up, so you really oh those are probably pickup shots then. Couldn't tell. They probably the pickup shots later to fix something in editing. That's that's always my it's, guess. It's possible stuff like that. It's like when you watch one of the old films and suddenly it'll go to a shot. Okay. It's like when you go one of those old films, right? And they'll suddenly go to a shot of the character standing against a blank wall, right? And it's like they're in another dimension. <laughs> and it goes back after two seconds. It's like these pickup shots that they do later, not thinking about it. So it's it's just literally all of a sudden they're in a different room, sitting at a different angle, looking thoughtfully. <laughs> and then it comes back again. Yeah, uh, and then that was I thought of that immediately. Like, oh man, more beach CGI green screen crap. What you what else you got? Uh, I don't know. You know what? I did what I wrote down was there was there was scenes in the movie that actually made me laugh. 
Like uh, I, I wasn't. It wasn't like I love you, man. I actually giggled at a couple things. Mostly Russell Banks, though. Russell Brand. Brand. <laughs> uh, uh, like the one scene where he's meeting more women and having sex with them because he just broke up with Sarah Marshall. There was that one scene he had with uh, the the black woman, and she's on the bed just going, uh, uh, uh. I just can't. <laughs> where it's just he's just looking and he's just. What's going on? And she's just making these very soft just, uh, noises. But you, you know, that's, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely laughed at that. But that's, but that's, that's where that's where what happens though, because because what what you could do is just make a little comedy right. about dating again, right. and have going all through these loops. And that's what the that's what forty year old virgin kind of right. was. And then you have and, and then meet some girl, and then I mean I could write a screenplay right now just around that idea. Sure. And they could have done that, but but no, we have to go to Hawaii and spend half the film there. So what happens is your first act. Could be a film in itself, right? And actually, out of all those dating ones, I like the one with uh, the girl who keeps saying hello. Oh, and then <laughs> she says, "You want to gag me?" And I was like, "Well, oh. if you, uh, I don't remember her name in the film, but she was in Superbad. She played the girlfriend of one of the guys that had the house. Oh, that was the one with the the dancing, the, the, the dancing, yeah, with okay. the, the yeah. Which we we we've come to we've come to blows on Superbad. I did not care for that. I loved Superbad. You you want you want to hear my impression of the first ten minutes of Superbad? Go for it. Cock, virgin, pussy, fuck, cock, fuck, fuck, pussy, fuck, cunt, pussy, fuck. That's probably ten minutes, first ten minutes of the film. You're probably right, and, and I laughed I, my ass off. And I am not – for some reason, that just film just felt – it felt so forced in that one. I've seen other films where there's a lot of cursing. I don't care about I don't care about it. Cursing's great, but and, – and sexual humor, I'm fine with, you know, obviously. Right. I was yeah, – how, how, how long did I spend on forced urination? Deviant humor. Yeah. I, I like deviant humor, sure. but but sometimes it feels forced, and then that and it really just felt forced in that film. It really just felt like the whole focus was let's let's offend as many people. Let's 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 purposely try to offend somebody so we get more people watching the movie, and it it, it just came off like that. But I, yeah. but I'm drawing away from your Sarah Marshall. No 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 no. Uh, the, one of the other things that I thought was genuinely funny was um, the webcam that he was going back and forth with his uh, half brother, who wasn't really blood. <laughs> not, where where he was telling his wife, he said, yeah, okay, no. uh, put your head up, okay, put your head down. Oh, by and the it way, it just looked like she was giving him a blowjob. Most of these funny scenes we're talking about, yeah, in the trailer, yeah, because most yeah, of the funny they scenes use, they usually do. And that. again, that was funny, but you know what? Why is it in this film? Yeah, why are we spending the time doing this yeah. when you're doing all this location filming and you're, you know, it used to be if you did a film about being on the beach, you're on the beach ninety percent of the time, right. You know, you, we don't have a half hour. That, that was my problem with uh, the wedding sing, wedding crashers. It's like it's like yeah. a half hour setup just to get into the theme of the film. Yeah, do we really. And then you know what? It's, do you need a ten minute montage at the beginning to, to convey the fact that we're crashing weddings? It's That's two hours. It's implied by the title of the goddamn film. Five or ten minute movie. Excuse me. What? It's, it's like a two hour five. Exactly. Two hour ten minute movie. Why are we making romantic comedies? Cheese ball romance. Not even like official like Harry Met Sally right. crap. We're talking like cheese ball romantic comedies. Why are we making these things at, at, at Braveheart length? Yeah, Braveheart was too long. You know, I'm. Why would you? I know, I know where you're I'm making going. a great point. I got I, the point, I, I, and you I just got to contradict me on some minor little glitch. Hey, you, 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 like threw like what's that guy's name in that movie? And I wasn't prepared, so I'm the one Brave, who couldn't remember it. So uh, yeah, Braveheart was three hours. <laughs> Only about four. Tim Roth. It was Tim Roth. Harvey Keitel. Harvey, no, the one guy was thinking. It was Tim, Tim Roth. Roth. Yeah. It was Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, when I think of, like, penis, 
in a movie. I think Harvey Keitel. Bad Lieutenant. That was uh, it. The piano. I actually, I, I think they should go back and and redo or re-edit all of his films that he right. didn't have a penis shot in, and show him frontal nude in those scenes too, which would be kind of funny in in stuff like uh, uh, Andre. <laughs> you know. Andre. Andre, the thing with no, the no, seal. Yeah, 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 no, no. Or, or, or um, what was that? Finders keepers with when he's the gypsy with the monkey. They should have like with the girl. Oh. There should have been a shot like where the monkey comes back and he's full frontal. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a very bad person. <laughs> Do you know they're remaking I'm that? I'm weak. Yeah, but not in 2010. So right, it's not on the list. All right, we'll we'll, we'll go to that then. So anything else before uh, we the only other up? thing is I thought the super religious couple were kind of funny. Again, kind of funny, but just as distracting from what the the film should have been. Right. Oh, and I will say something. I, you, I don't. You don't have anything else on your list about like ripoffs or anything. No. They stole. He, the seagull, is a thief. I'm sure he is. He stole that one one scene, which was in half the trailers. As, a, as a, and I actually, I think they pulled it from the trailers because it's not in later trailers. I think somebody mentioned. You know, you just pretty much ripped that off of Steve Martin. Oh. The lonely guy. Yeah, the lonely guy. That entire scene with, are you the only person here? And they're coming and taking away stuff. Only one person. Like, they're just drawing attention to him. Right. Ripped. Blatantly ripped. Right out of the... Uh, and, I mean, just blatantly ripped. Not, it's not even like, oh, it's a similar kind of thing. It's like, you just you could just cut that out of the lonely guy and put it in this film. And that's what they did. It was an homage. No, no. Not an homage. Because then no. you, you do something different with it then. You don't just do the exact same thing. It was the exact same joke. Okay. So, no, they, they ripped off the lonely guy from Steve Martin. And, sorry, unless you're going to put Steve Martin in the film, don't do it. Okay. I I, I hate Seagal. 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 Now, uh, what, now, what if Steven Seagal was the lead in this movie? That would have been better. <laughs> Can't you see him doing, man, you know, I lost my girlfriend, and, and I guys are dating again. Except, except instead of, like, crying during sex, he accidentally beats her up or something like that. <laughs> or... And it's over Kelly LeBrock. Yeah, and and when, but but and then when he goes to Hawaii, when he meets her, he has he has to uh, he he uncovers his plot to store chemical waste on, in, on the island of Hawaii. So he has to beat them and, uh, and and then build a then build a porch before he leaves. Right. By the way, as a reference to Fire Down Below for anybody playing along here. Yeah. Now, do you have a do you have we're, we're going to wrap up the challenge section here now? So th- this week was pretty much a draw. Yeah, I think so. We both walked away from our challenges not really hating the movie we were given. Yeah, I mean, so So. far, Oasis of the Zombies seems to have had the biggest impact. Yeah, I really hated Oasis of the Zombies. So at the moment, I'm like ahead a little bit. You're ahead a little bit. All right, now, do you have a a challenge for me? Uh, Actually, I do not. Um, I apologize. You had preparation. Listen, I got to be honest. Um... I would be lying if I told if I just rambled out a movie right this second. Well, do it then. I mean, you can catch me on something. All right. Matter. Well, then, how about this? We we both have a, an exhaustive knowledge of films, and we both know what each other watches. Uh, just throw one out there, Jelly. You don't have to. You don't have to humble yourself. We we both have. Well, you have busy schedule. I do have a busy schedule. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh. All right. Um. Well, tell you what. While you're thinking of one, okay. I'll go down mine. I I, I have three. Listed. You have three. I have three listed as possibilities. Now we have. Can I borrow one? Now we have. We have a rule. <laughs> one of them you can. Yeah. Now we have a rule that has to be a film you haven't seen before. Right. Do we want to change that rule a little bit? For instance. Now it's going to be a movie. For you, for me to you, it's for you to watch. Right. I've never seen it, but you have. No, no. But what I'm saying is, what if it's a film that you have seen, but so long ago that you don't remember it? 
Okay. If you um, if you can honestly say I don't remember enough about that film, yeah. like like here's what made me think of it the other night. Somebody mentioned, yeah, uh, Netflix has Space Pirates. And I thought, oh my god! Now yeah, there's Ice a film, Pirates. Ice, Pirates. Ice Pirates, Ice Pirates. Thank you. Now there's a film. I'm just screwing up all over today. No, it's okay. Sorry. I, I there's a film I have not seen since I was a kid, and it was on cable. And I know for a fact it's a horrible film. You know what? But I loved it as a kid. Maybe I'll recommend that to you. But I want to go. So I want no, because I'm already going to go back and watch it. Ah, uh, okay. But I want to go back and watch. So so are we cool with that being part of the challenge? If it's something like that. Uh yeah, I'm fine with that. Because now we because we talked about this film before, and I rewatched it recently after having seen it as a kid. Right. It, it, has it been more than ten years since you have watched any which way but loose? It has. Do you remember the film from the beginning to end? Absolutely. I remember watching that when I was a kid and loving it. But you remember the film now. I mean, like you think right now. Uh, Any which way but loose. That was the first film. Yes. Okay. That was. I do remember a little bit. Do you remember any any of the lines that were in that film? Not really. No. I really don't. Do you remember the plot of it? Do you remember? Well, I mean, if you went back and watched it now, would would you like be surprised by watching all the little parts of it? I, and I don't know if I'd be surprised. If you, but if you don't think this I is think good, I, I got a backup. No, I, no, 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 no. I, I don't think I'd be surprised, but I think I'd more or less would be like, "Oh yeah, that's how the plot went." I think I, that's how my reaction. But be. I was surprised at how bad of a film it was when I went back to watch it. Really? Yeah. So I, I'm wondering if you'll feel the same way. I probably would, even though I remember me and my father we used to watch that movie a lot when we were a kid, and it was always on cable. Kid, yeah. And exactly. Well, I preferred the second one any which way you can. Everybody did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but All right, I'll tell you what then. I'll okay. skip that. We'll we'll go by that. Okay. We'll pass that. I may just cut that whole section out just to save time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to recommend a film that's directed video. You are. Okay. We, that's usually a rule not to do that. Here, but yeah. the reason I'm doing it is because I have firsthand accounts of how bad this film is. You do. My co-screenwriter Charles Rowe. Okay. Uh, we we write screenplays together. We're currently optioning one right now called The Yard Sale. He worked on this film. As a best boy Brit. Yes. Okay. And he said, Scott, if you want to watch a bad movie, this one's out right now, and you got to see it. I worked it. Now, this is also the same person I, uh, who, in his film school, one of his film school teachers yeah. is one of the characters from the Warriors. Really? He's one of the Warriors, yeah. He's one of the Warriors. Now, my first instinct when he told me that was, is it the guy that tries to rape the girl and then gets handcuffed at a park bench? It's like no, it's not him. Uh, it, it, I, I forget which his name is, but it's the character when they go and they're hanging out with the Lizzies. Oh, really? He's he's the one that like goes up, looks up at the girls. And says, Why they call you the Lizzies? <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the two guys that didn't realize it was a gang of lesbians. Oh, jeez. So so that's him. Well, that's that's his teacher. That's his teacher, right? So so he was on this film, and I have not watched this either. So I'm gonna okay. end up watching this myself. It's called Tooth and Nail. It is available on Netflix streaming. Video on Xbox. It is. Okay. Yes, uh, it's on my list already. It's called Tooth and Nail, and it's about a group of. It's in the post-apocalypse, and it's a group of people that call themselves the Foragers, who are trying to set up themselves, set themselves up to like restart civilization in an abandoned hospital. But they are attacked by a group call that calls themselves the uh, Rovers, which to me sounds like a blatant ripoff of Reavers. From Firefly, yeah, or Serenity, who are who are who are cannibalistic, right, and violent. I mean, no, I mean like the Rovers are in this tooth. And no, 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 I got you. So it sounds it it sounds horrible to begin with. He actually worked on set with this. He has recommended that that I, we watch this. Right. So this 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 is out. This goes out Charlie Rowe. So when you watch this, you'll think of Charlie. All right. 
I'll look for his name in the credits. Uh huh. They should be there, right? Yeah, he was the yeah. best boy. Uh, best boy. Grip. No, not key grip. He was best boy second grip or best boy grip. Okay. Not key. I'm pretty sure not key. You, you look, yeah, look under that. You'll see it. Okay. Now, did you have it? Have one for me? Actually, I did think of one while we were talking about that. Because if and... not, I have one I can give you. No, 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 no. Uh, well, if you would rather watch that one than the one I'm going to give you. No. But uh, have you seen the movie Teeth? No, I have not seen that yet. It's on my list. Yeah, Teeth. You didn't like it? No, I didn't really like it. You want me to see it? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. No, I, I, I didn't really like it. I thought it was kind of long and drawn out. You don't, and not that I'm looking for nudity, but. You know, I kind of. It's about a vagina. Can with, I at least with, see what we're talking teeth. about? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Got you get me? Okay. And uh, the the girl that's in the film, the lead actress, she's her claim to fame before that movie was actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a Citibank credit card commercial or really? American Express. It was what it was a credit card commercial. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about that, so I, I will definitely jump right on no, that and, and uh, check and it out. I personally just. Eh, didn't really care for it that much. Now uh, that, that came out the same year at the Sundance, or I think it was Sundance Festival, because right. it, it was the big right wing. Uh, um, it was you know they jumped on the Hollywood's full of perverts and deviants bandwagon, which I'm really? not against. No, and, and that because that film came out the same year as Dakota Fanning in, the, in a in a movie where she gets raped. Uh, and the documentary on people that have sex with horses. Did that movie come out? It was. It was. At, it was, I don't know. It was in Sundance at the I, time. I don't think it's ever been released. I maybe because of the they made a big deal about that scene because and because I don't and think here's, it's ever been. Here, here's here's and she's like sixteen now. She looks totally different. Well, with, here's here's the know, deal, guys. What you know, just, of her. just in case anybody's confused about this, in the film they don't actually rape Dakota Fanning. Oh, okay. It's they 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 play they pretend. All these people were outraged about it, and you had to keep bringing that up. So, but you know, it's fake. Got yeah, it. but but you know she'll be traumatized by that. No, because they didn't do it. She she was in on the joke. They didn't like hold her down and then like suddenly go psych. You know it was she psych. would she got the script. She knew they were. It was all make believe, pretend. Right. They they knew that. Okay. Yeah. So I mean that was the big thing. Now the horse documentary. They did it. <laughs> Not on camera, but they did it. Oh yeah. Yeah. They talked about it. <laughs> Actually, I had this thing too. There's a documentary out. I just sent it to somebody else. There was a clip. It was this woman who was in love with a. Uh, Ferris wheel, or something. Oh yeah, uh, you saw yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, was interesting. I did. That was actually. Uh, I heard that on the radio. Yeah, that was uh, good. Yeah. That was making the rounds online. So I just yeah. that reminded me because when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, good, we're talking about more bestiality." And then it's like she doesn't. She doesn't even no, have sex with it. She just kind of in love and like uh, with certain objects. And yeah, but it was it was it wasn't even it wasn't even lust. I thought it was gonna be like kind of thing where she like like rubs up against it and stuff. But she was no, just like just all obsessing. Yeah, but she was just kind of like romantic about it. But not. I, I thought it would be like sex with like yeah. like the John Deere thing. You know you know how how many farmers die annually ha trying to have sex with John Deere tractors. No. It's more than you would like. Really? Yes. It's not rare enough to say, "Oh, that happened," but it's not enough to say, "Yeah, we got to stop making the damn things." It's somewhere right in the middle where it's just where it's where it's it's not just an isolated incident. It's oh wow, it's a trend. People hear about it like success yeah. success stories. It's like, oh, let me try that. No, they're all that's the thing. You don't hear about the success stories. You hear about the ones that go horribly wrong. <laughs> the one where it's like, yeah, maybe I should have disengaged the thresher first. Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's true. It is. I. Yeah, if it's coming from your mouth, I will believe, believe it. Believe everything I say. Everything I say is absolute truth. 
for the most part, it is. Not really. No. 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 You do have lots of good thoughts. My name's not even Scott. It isn't. No. I've known you my whole life. Andre. Andre. It's Tommy Wazow. Oh, hi, Joy. Hey, hi, Scott. My name's Tommy. Tony. Tommy. I don't even know my own name. Doesn't even ha, 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 ha. Does it matter? What they they raped You the, must be an expert. You be expert. You know they they there was this film where they raped Dakota Fanning. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> it's funny. They beat her real bad and put her in the hospital. Ha ha. It's such a funny story. It's All right. Well, time wise, we're we're getting up here, so uh, I we're gonna try to squeeze in our make remakes list and then right. do then just do a quick recap of maybe a couple of films we've seen in the past because I don't want to run too long here. Yeah, yeah, no, we don't have to do absolutely everything. Yeah, we won't, we won't we go can save stuff for the next. You know one. what? We're not going to go too much into detail with the, with the remakes list because you know it's 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 hard yeah. to hype, hype on it too much. Yeah, I'm going to briefly mention All right. uh, the films that came out in '09, and then we'll we'll just really get into. 2000. All right, so we'll, we'll take another break and we'll be back. That's about it for Movie Sucktastic Podcast, episode number two. Looks like Joey and I went a bit long on our last recording session. We ended up going about four and a half hours. You just can't stop us when it comes to talking about films. So obviously that's a bit too much for a podcast. We decided to cut it down to three or four, two or three sizable bite-sized chunks and feed it to you that way and see how you like it. So uh, let us know how you like it. Go to our website, moviesucktastic.com. And if you're not checking out our latest blog inputs or movie reviews or news items, check out the mail button, click it, get contact us, let us know what you thought, what you think, what you'd like to hear, what you don't want to hear anymore. I'm sure there's a little bit of everything. Uh, we're looking forward to getting your input, and we're glad you're listening in. I hope you listen to the future episodes. We're hoping to be around a while. So uh, just stay tuned and check in the movie Subtastic. And remember, just because you like it, it doesn't mean it's a good film.